Okay. Love that song. That's so good. That's such a great uh such a great national anthem. Perfect national anthem for our inaugural episode of um America's greatest rock band. America's greatest rock band. Um I'm Drennan. I'm Seb. And uh, uh that was um uh Jimi Hendrix cover version national anthem. Jimi Hendrix style, yeah. Yeah. Right. I love that guy. It's the America's greatest rock band, uh the podcast where um me, Drennan, and you, Seb, try to track down who the ultimate greatest rock band from America is. We're music heads, and you know the reason we started this project over, I guess, you know, five months ago is when we had that initial idea, and we were talking because me and Dren are like we're such big music heads, and we were thinking Huge. like, you know, there really isn't a podcast that really goes into depth about music, um. And we thought, what better way to start, at least by exploring, you know, our knowledge of music mm-hmm. than to really determine what America's greatest rock band is. Yeah, because um, it's a conversation that I, I find myself in all the time. And I'm sure you find yourself in that conversation. Yeah. And, and you know what? And like uh, you, uh, you'll be the first to say we definitely we tend to be a more contrarian when it comes to like really yes. choosing this thing. Like you and I definitely had our disagreements in the past i agree completely yeah and i think that using that dialogue and that debate you know we're kind of using that socratic method if you will you just kind of question and question and question to get to this higher uh but why but why yeah but why that's kind of our style and i think that you know this show will kind of educate people and also explore some rock music that a lot of people don't even know about or don't even think oh, i didn't think that'd be the best rock band of all time so in america in america so like we said the purpose of our show is to really boil down what the what america's best rock band is yep and i think it's okay for us to introduce our first guest absolutely a fellow uh critic and music enthusiast uh uh mr jeremy larson uh, thanks so much for joining us yeah thanks guys uh, it's it's a it's a delight to be on this podcast. Talk about music. Thanks, Jeremy. And just uh, fill our uh, fill in our listeners. Uh, what do you do for a living? Yeah, I so I am I'm the reviews editor at Pitchfork dot uh, which is a a website um, that is a is a music website where we uh, you know we review a bunch of albums every day. We also do music news, features, interviews, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I, yeah, um, yeah. We um, yeah. Uh, know a little bit about Pitchfork, of course, because we're big music heads. Um, Pitchfork is an American online magazine launched in 1995 by Ryan Schreiber, based in Chicago, Illinois, and owned by Condé Nast. Being developed during Schneider's tenure in a record store at the time, the magazine developed a reputation for its extensive focus on independent music, but has since expanded to a variety of coverage of both indie and popular music styles. Yeah. Would you say that's true? Yeah, that's that's true. It's, yeah, the Wikipedia is pretty true, what it has to say about the site. But yeah, no, yeah. They, that's true. They about covers it. I don't think, uh, you know, um, uh, Ryan left the site uh, earlier this year. Do so, you know Ryan? Um, um, yeah, I do. He's a he's a great guy. He's oh. a, he, You're a critic of music. Sure. What do you think, um, what do you think it really boils down to when you're critiquing or commenting on Music, American music. Well, yeah, I think, you know, I, th- I think like as with a lot of criticism, you want to try to um, 
clarify something that the listener may not have heard their first time around, you know? So mm. you're bringing your expertise oh. uh, because like you, you have a lot of context that you can bring to it, you know? And I think that music yeah. criticism right now is very important because with streaming services, like you guys, I'm sure you guys listen to Spotify and uh, you know, iTunes, uh, Apple music or title. Is that like YouTube? Yeah. YouTube is a big one. SoundCloud is another okay. big one. You know, a lot of places where you can get that stuff. We uh, usually, yeah. Um, YouTube has great, you can watch a lot of music. You can, yeah. you can, you can watch, get m- listen and watch a lot of music on YouTube. So that's kind of where yeah. we v- watch a lot of our music. So yeah, so with the emergence of these different social medias, you're talking about Spotify and Apple. Uh, critiquing is kind of at a place where we need to you know, hear m- more people's opinions about music. Well, no. I mean, I don't think we need more opinions about music. Maybe, mm. But I think we need more like educated opinions about music. We need more people who are bringing uh, a sort of like right. expertise yeah. to the field, Ex- you know, expert, like, yep. because like, like Yelp, but for music reviews where anybody could maybe say they could look up an artist or a song and they could say, wow, what a great song. Go here. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how many experts there are on Yelp. Um, I feel like it's kind of known for maybe the opposite of that. But, oh yeah. Sure. But I guess oh, what I'm talking yeah. about is more, you know, uh, someone and it's and it becomes a very sort of personal relationship between like the reader and the critic you know you sort of developed mm. you sort of know what they like and you get to you know understand that it feels like more like a personal recommendation as opposed to you know like a computer sort of telling you what to listen to yeah yeah you know, it's, it's like a, sort of like pl- a playlist an algorithm that says like maybe you'll like this so it's yeah so yeah. it's so i think like having you know um as a critic i like to think of myself as like an expert you know mm. and uh and, oh yeah you know oh, that's, so, interesting. Yeah. that's interesting that's interesting Let's talk a little bit about lists because I love spot- lists. Li- lists. Lists. Yeah. Yeah. I love when I go on Pitchfork the lists that they have, uh, like the you know two the twenty eighteen greatest rock bands mm. list. Yeah. And you know I think we all know that lists are kind of essential and important for evaluating and understanding art. It. Yeah. I think I think you need a list in order to know when art's good. Right, and so you. In, well, I, I I don't know if that's true, but sure. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, well, it, maybe it's not true. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I I I've just been seeing a lot of lists lately. Yeah, and you know, part of the point of this podcast is to really identify. You know, I don't think this will be a list kind of podcast. No, but not at all. We want to make sure we we're finding essentially the number one of a out of a list of rock bands. Absolutely, and so. Yeah, so I didn't even think of it that way. So you're saying lists are not good for evaluating and understanding art on a meaningful scale? Well, I think that it's a part of the pie, you know, like mm. it's it's there. They're one right. part of it. But I think another part of it is, you know, like I said, like bringing a, a kind of context to it, you know, and, it, oh. and it's sort of describing uh, like like maybe maybe some people aren't as in touch with their emotions. And so like when you read oh. something of someone who's sort of a little more in touch with how a music can make them feel. Maybe someone will read that and they'll be like, Oh yeah, like I, I do feel that way too. I couldn't really put my finger on it. So that's interesting. Oh. So, so you could, you could just literally list things yeah. in an, in yeah. a, and that's good. An itemized like yeah. grocery list. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. But you'd also, ideally you'd want to have a little more um, text underneath it, a little more writing um, to sort of, clarify and, and and argue per se why you are placing those things in that order oh um, right so so maybe 
it just because something is on a list doesn't necessarily mean that it's good. But if something appears on multiple, multiple lists, lists, then maybe then you that's know. indicative that it is actually very good art and it's worthy part of, of culture. It's part of culture. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Now, you said something that I thought was very interesting. Emotion. Explain that a little bit. Yeah. So um, I think that it's a really, you know, music, I would say, of, of many art forms is a very um, emotional uh, art form. Really? You know, it kind of makes you, huh. yeah, you know, I mean, but I think that emotion is a very like key part of, of discussing, you know, why, why something is good, you know, and, or, or, or why something is not good. Sometimes a, a piece of music can do nothing for you emotionally, you know, or it can kind of Interesting. It can not move you. It cannot stir you. It cannot, you know, make you uh, feel something. And I think like that is, is to the detriment of the art itself. Really? Mm-hmm. That's it. I, I always kind of like just view my, view myself a little bit. Like I'm like a logic guy. Like, you know, I was like, figuring things out yes. and like yes. facts remove emotion so remove yeah that's that's how i've approached it but this is interesting that so i can use emotion or uh, identify emotion in music that could maybe i uh you know seeing something that wasn't there before whereas before it's like oh you know guitars and drums and now it's like oh but there's now we have the emotion in the yeah. music that's cool i guess so it would be it would be helpful if when you listen to a song you could see the face the musician's making yeah. to know what the what the emotional intent maybe is of the music. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're kind of suggesting is like paying watch, attention to the watch visual the video expression. Of, a, of a song. Yeah. They, there's a lot of yeah, that you can watch a video. Um but I guess, you know, you can also listen to it and sometimes the emotion will come out from just the words that they play, or sometimes if a key is in a a major key or a minor key um, major you know, yeah. major minor keys. Yeah. yeah so like absolutely you know, yeah do you, i mean you guys you kind of know a little bit about yeah oh yeah of course yeah. well absolutely you, you know talking the about major sorry, minor I key yeah, i don't mean to be patronizing or no, no 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 totally no no fine. no uh, yeah. uh we're all critics uh yeah and, and we, it's like it's funny we're like big music guys like we have and like yeah. people ask us that all the time yeah actually. i'm, I'm actually i was just talking about majors uh the other day yeah and i was talking about uh using emotions in music too so yeah yeah we're definitely like yeah music we're all guys. on the same page we're yeah we're here but speaking of music guys you know let's let's get down let's get right to let's it let's get to it you know jeremy let's, what do you think is your favorite band your well uh An favorite american you know, rock you're band. the greatest american rock band yeah the number one on your list of greatest american rock bands yeah um i'm glad you asked that question you know i get you it's it's a fun thing to discuss. There's a lot that can go into, um, you know, this and, and the fact that you've sort of narrowed the parameter really sort of allows for a unique discussion about music. You know, yeah. asking um, people what their favorite art is, is like a vital part of communication and understanding. Like right. Those favorites help you identify what you are and what you believe yeah. and think. And that's kind of the purpose of this whole thing is like. As adult people, we should be able to express that we have definitive favorites of anything because yeah. they're so important to us being able to express our artistic interests or our artistic wants or anything like that. There's so many, there's so much media now. There's so many different things you Social could media, that you, you could like Instagram. I think I think people maybe forget that they should always know what the best is uh, yeah. on the top of uh, you know their own personal list. As well as whatever the list is that you should use to evaluate art. 
Yeah. Sure. I, I mean, I think that might be a little sort of like a maybe like a commercial way of looking oh, at it. Oh, sure. I mean, Interesting. I think, I, I think yeah. you know that our, could be. So, what's your favorite? Right. Yeah. So, so, so I was, as I was saying, I, I think this is a, this presents like a very interesting, um, a thought experiment, you know, because you can sort of ask the question like, what is rock music and, and where did it start? And, and did it, did it even start in America? Yeah. I was going to ask you those questions. Um, what? I was, I was actually going to ask you those questions. Oh, so I was being rhetorical. I was being to rhetorical. see if you knew. So, yeah, I, I think, and, you know, in science, you know, there, there's this theory that a lot of, um, a lot of physicists have about where they're trying to find the the elemental part of the universe, the one the one element that can define right. the universe. Yeah, right? you know. So yeah, yeah. First, they thought it was like a like a like an atom, and then they found atom. out that there are protons and okay. electrons, you know, rotating around, around that the make atom. the atom. That's smaller than the atom. And then inside of that are, are these things called quarks. Mm. Um, you know, and then they they say there there's something inside of a quark too. Yeah. So I guess like to me like to get to what is the best rock band it's it's the best american rock band it's about finding the most elemental american oh rock that's band. interesting oh, the thing okay. the thing granular out of which comes so much it's and, on like a small scale but also so big right so you're talking it's like small and big yes yes okay. at the same time yeah um and so for me, I, I think that band is 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 clearly um, the Velvet Underground. The Velvet Underground. The Velvet Underground. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 You guys. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. New York band. New um, York. Yeah. Yeah. The Velvet Underground was an American rock band formed in 1964 in New York City by singer guitarist Lou Reed, multi instrumentalist John Cale, guitarist Sterling Morrison, and drummer Angus McAleese, you- replaced by Mo Tucker in 1965. Their debut album, The Velvet Underground and Nyko, was called the most prophetic rock album ever made by Rolling Stone. It's like Pitchfork. In 2003, the band's integration of rock and avant-garde achieved little commercial success during their existence, but they are now recognized as one of the most influential bands in rock, underground, experimental, and alternative music. Do you, would you agree with that? Would I, would I agree with what you just read? Do you think that Sebastian's opinion is correct, or would you disagree with um, his assessment of the Velvet Underground? It's okay. Yeah, I've just uh, no. I mean, I I think I agree. I, I think you're just stating sort yeah. of facts. You know, it's hard to. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't know if that was an opinion. It's um, interesting when opinions and facts are very similar and yeah. hard to. You gotta yeah. Because sometimes you know, I guess that's that's sort of another critic's job. Well, I guess why do you think you know the Velvet Underground? You know, the greatest rock band of all time. It's my number one question. Yeah, well, I, I think that, you know, and, uh, you know, we can get into this later, and I'm sure you guys are all familiar with the phrase, taste is subjective. Taste um, is subjective. Taste is subjective. Yeah. I should yeah. write that down. Um, ta- yeah. Taste of subjective. No, sorry. Taste is subjective. Right. Great. Okay, I think I got it. And that's um, a band? Yeah, I'm not sure about that maybe it's a band um you know for me what like i was saying with 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 emotion i I feel like the velvet underground is not only um historically important by 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 their what they innovated um in their music by combining sort of what was happening in the in the downtown new york scene and the avant-garde and their work with andy warhol um and and what was happening in counterculture at that point and not only did they did they do that but but they sort of infused their music with, with something very um, human and and very real, you know, which was 
uh, a lot of a lot of that was kind of missing um, in rock and roll, and and they they talked about um, you know kind of very head sort of deviant like sexually deviant lyrics. Oh. Um, a lot of a lot of what they wrote about talked about um, drugs and and heroin. Really? Um, oh wow! Yeah. That, oh wow! And that's good. Drug? They have a song with for. Dr- they well, talk about drugs. Yeah, a lot of a lot of songs talk huh. about drugs. A song called a song called heroin. Sweet Jane. Um, it's drugs. Yeah, it's, it's drugs too. Um, you, I mean, you've you've heard a couple. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, we uh, we actually wanted to play one, um, and you know maybe the, maybe this is about drugs. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, I, I have it interpret. Yeah, I interpreted this differently the first time I heard this years ago. Again, when with the with the, my friends. Send me no letter, I'ma get better Stand on my own two feet Don't you bother writing, just stand up fighting Don't bother being so sweet Give you my car, I give you my house And then you go and you throw me out Send me no letter Love that song You can really hear, yeah, I guess you can really hear how they took um, what, what, sorry, what song is this? Oh, this is actually Velvet Underground um, Sin No Letter yeah, from the album Squeeze. Oh, okay, you played played a Squeeze album. I see. So yeah, the album was Squeezed by the Velvet Underground. This was uh, um, on on the lists that we were looking at. This was widely regarded as um, uh, El- uh, the Velvet Underground. Yeah, well, it, it is technically. Um, obviously, I mean, you guys know this. Lou Reed had left the band at this point, and it was uh, right, right. You know, Doug Ewell was was sort of was playing on this, and that's that's. That's Doug Ewell playing, which you know he he was definitely a member of the band. He he replaced uh, John Cale. You know he left after yeah the, yeah after the you know yeah. the first yeah. couple yeah. albums. Well, yeah, I, I you know yeah the Lou Reed. I didn't yeah I you knew get, about the Lou Reed thing. I didn't I guess to not that extent. Yeah, how high it went, but like you know we said in our research on our you know we were going on a lot of threads and message boards and also yeah. YouTube. This was kind of one of the first songs that popped up. You know, we, this is the first song that popped up. One of the first this, one of, this is definitely one of the first songs, and it, on a lot of it was on the, a lot of lists. It was listed as the Velvet Underground. This song, so oh, we, we, you, we. Oh, this is do you guys. This is YouTube. I see. No, I get. It. This yeah. is the social media platform we use to listen to music. Yeah, yeah, we listen to all of our music on YouTube. Okay. And what I think is interesting about this song is you can definitely hear that it's about drugs. Yeah, and I like the part it goes, and that song feels like you're taking heroin. Yeah, and it, that's I think how like. Have you guys ever done drugs? Uh, I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this song feels like you're doing heroin because it's like starts. You feel really good, and it's very melodic, and then and the, it's chinky 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 kind of increases, and then it slows down again, and that's kind of like this rhythmic kind of motion that mm-hmm. can go on for like seven minutes or something like that and there's a, there's a guitar that i can hear distinctly and then i think maybe even a uh, drum yeah is in the mix there's voice in this one and wh- I, I, like. I like i like when um yeah the voice comes through and complements the drum that's guitar. what yeah that's what that's what i want in a rock band voice guitar drum sometimes two guitar sometimes two guitar you know the phrase Sex, drugs. Yeah. Yeah, I know it. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Rock and roll. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Sex, drugs, 
rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. familiar. Yeah. This is what this song's kind of about, you think? Well, maybe not maybe not this song. Um, but I th- do think that I th- that, you know, as as well worn as that as sex drugs rock and roll as that phrase has become, mm-hmm. I do think that um it it is a it is a cliche that undergirds quite a lot of uh American rock and roll and I do think that um, the Velvet Underground were, were kind of like the building blocks for for a lot of that. You know, yeah. it, it made it, it made music that was dangerous. You know, and I think I think you know, a lot of people define you know rock and roll as as a, as a dangerous kind of music. Oh. You know, um, hmm. you okay, know, that it, yeah. Uh, there's 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 an inherent um, risk in not only listening to it, but just like w- what happens in the song. You're not exactly sure where it's gonna go, whether it's gonna teeter and fall off the tracks or yeah, the, the whole band's just gonna you know start or stop immediately. Yeah, you the know? drum might stop. The whole band. Yeah, they have a band too. Yeah, yeah. The the Velvet Underground. I mean, they're it's it's a That's band. The band. That's yeah, the yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, yeah. Right? Lou Reed yeah. and um, Doug, and Andy, Andy Warhol. No, and and sorry, and. Andy Warhol wasn't in the band, and it, I think right, no, he right, no, he wasn't in the band. Yes, he was around. He was, the, he was there. He was yeah, like kind of in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, Nico um, was, oh, yeah, was was uh, with the band only for one album, and they they really, you know, hit it off. No, you know, I mean, I guess. Do you want to hear more about why I think this is the best American rock band? Do you, do you want me to? Talk more about rock in general, music. Well, to be honest, I think I bands. Mean, I'm convinced. You've convinced me. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think it's. I think it's official. Uh, official. The the greatest American rock band is Velvet Underground. Yeah. Yeah. Definitively, I Defin- think. Yeah. You definitely. You know, I, we were going to play hardball with you, and uh, we tried, but you, you made a you made you a really made a good solid case. point. Um, dangerous, risk, drums, uh, emotional, emotional, and uh, what was his name? Lou, Lou, uh, Lou Reed. Lou Reed, sex, drugs, rock and roll. Yep. Yeah, I think that that. Yeah, I'm I'm sold. The Velvet Underground, I think, is the greatest American rock band. Wow. Wow. I can't believe we solved it on the first episode. That's crazy. Yeah. What do you solved it? Well, well you know, trying yeah. to figure out what the greatest American rock. The point band. of the podcast is to try and find the greatest American rock band, and I think we just did it. Yeah, with your help. Well, Thank you, you so that. much. Oh, I mean, I guess. I mean, maybe we can recommend like a like another song to play from one of, one of their early albums, probably. Yeah, yeah. We again, we did all the research. This was kind of one of the only songs that we felt worked for you coming on the show, being you know the kind of person you are. Yeah. All the other Velvet Underground songs were used as music over Twitch yeah. live streams of video game play which we're not allowed to show that on the podcast because it's like video games we didn't copyright we, we didn't pay the twitch streamers so yeah. we can't use their music but so this was the song but no but we get it i think yeah, yeah you, i think this you song brought up, was you made your point so articulately and i think the song definitely demonstrated that well um well i, I guess I, I you know i mean there's there's a lot more to say i think about why like i said sort of like music criticism really is about creating really like kind of an airtight argument, you know, as to yeah, why something you, you did, did that. You sure. did that for sure yeah. for me. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah, like, I, I was like, well, this, I could make a case, but no, he just, he said the thing about emotion too. Sexual deviant. Yeah. Um, and sex, uh, and rock and roll too. Yeah. And you know, you mentioning things like taste is subjective, Spotify, historically important, innovate. Yeah. I think like, you know, it's tough to, 
argue those kinds of points for yeah. something like this and music being what it is you know so emotional and you know and, and like we're all critics so like we all kind of know level. exactly what on uh, a molecular level it is right yeah and i think that that i think the velvet underground perfectly exemplifies that molecular level you're talking about you know on a small scale but also some, about something bigger they're also big too because when yeah. you google it it's a lot of stuff that comes up so yeah thank you so much yeah you're you're welcome yeah do you need anything else? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, we have an email address. Uh, so if listeners at home want to um, send us an email with any uh, questions or um, concerns or ideas, um, you can send that email to uh, um, uh, America's Greatest uh, Rock Band at AOL.com. Yeah, send us an email and we'll talk about music. You, guys, you just said you use Google. Why did Hmm? What's up? You just said you Google. Why do you have AOL? We well, Google is for searching. Yeah, we use Google YouTube services for their searching and algorithms, but for mail stuff, AOL. Yeah, AOL's just, AOL's the the king, and yeah, that's what we're most comfortable with. But this isn't a podcast about emails. Podcast about music. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, Velvet yeah. Underground. You heard it here first from a Pitchfork expert. J- Jeremy, do you have um, anything that you uh, w- want to plug or um, mention just for all the listeners at home? No. Okay. Okay, great. Thank great. you so much. Thank you and so much. Jeremy, we're going to, you know, play out with again another classic Velvet Underground song. Uh and it's the same one we just heard.